This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history. From memes to movements, see how this powerful online community shapes culture and society. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. For NPR Music, you're connected to All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan with new music from Michael Stipe. Give Me a Hand is the new song from the R.E.M. singer, and he's joined by the voice of Galen Lee, who many of you might know as being our 2016 Tiny Desk Contest winner. The song they're performing together is part of Brian Eno's Earth Percent Project, with the goal of raising funds for organizations tackling the climate emergency. Here's Michael Stipe on the song, Give Me a Hand. The lyric kind of wrote itself. I think it happened in less than 10 minutes. I went back in editing a couple of lines at the very end of the song, but it was really just uh, detail work. I think it refers to a punk rock party that I went to in the early 1980s. I was probably 20 years old, 21 years old. And I went dressed as um, Upton Sinclair's The Jungle. I was wearing a, a, like a raincoat with a paper bag on my head. And everyone thought that I was um, dressed as the Elephant Man. And I was very offended by that. But um, I believe that's the jumping off point for the lyric of the song. Instead of wearing a bag on my head, I, I wear a box on my head. And um, I had something to prove. Somebody roll me, pull me out of quicksand 
I love what they did there. Michael Stipe, along with Galen Lee on vocals and the song Give Me a Hand. It's part of Brian Eno's Earth Percent Project, and you can get that song along with 66 others that make up this project by searching Earth Percent Project on Bandcamp. I'll also put a link on the All Songs Considered page. I have another fabulous collaboration. This one is from Abraham Alexander and Mavis Staples. Abraham Alexander was born in Greece to Nigerian parents. He moved to Texas with his family as a preteen, escaping the racial tensions back home. His story gets more tragic. Later, his mother was killed by a drunk driver. And sometime even later, a friend handed Abraham a guitar, and songs began flowing. Here's Abraham Alexander to take us to his song, Deja Vu. The ground I stand as firm as the sea. I think those words really encapsulate the heart behind Deja Vu. I wrote the song being uh, moved by Khalif Broider, who was a 16-year-old boy who was wrongfully accused of stealing a backpack and then sent to Rikers Island and spent three years in one of the worst prisons in the country and spent more than a third of his time there in solitary confinement. And so I just was so moved by his story and and it placed me to where he was. And then the fact that his mom could have bailed him out only if she had $3,000. For me, it's beyond just the prison system. It's beyond the black and white. For me, it is about a system that is somewhat corrupt and not just the system, but other things that keep us at bay and keep us a prisoner in this cycle. And that could be our vices of drugs and alcohol. It could be our phones. Um, And that's what inspired Deja Vu.
it'll set you free. Preacher's words ring loud in me. Blind lady, hear my plea. Justice, no heresy. But you're not listening. Modern day slavery. Deja. Deja vu. Deja. Deja vu story. Same lie. Another body in glory. Deja. Deja vu story. Abraham Alexander, along with Mavis Staples. The song Deja Vu can be found on the album Seasons, which is spelled S-E-A and then a slash S-O-N-S. Also, Melissa Block speaks with Abraham Alexander the last week of April on NPR's All Things Considered. Bees in a Bottle are the Portland duo of Christine and Chad McAllister. Their new album, The Sun Left and took the moon away with it, drew inspiration from the loss of two friends, one by suicide. Christine began to think about the ones left behind, and the song I want to play, Wet Widow, reflects on the loss Courtney Love faced with the death of Kurt Cobain, and also Tina Chestnut on the loss of her husband, Vic Chestnut. Here's Christine McAllister. The album The Sun Left and Took the Moon With It is my take on the grief of various women. Wives and mothers standing in the shadow of a famous musician they lost to suicide or overdose. The title comes from an open response letter written by Tina Chestnut, widow of Vic Chestnut. She was describing her entire world being shattered, and all she wanted was the courtesy of being able to grieve in peace instead of being hounded by people trying to gain access to Vic's legacy. It was the first of many stories that compelled me to want to write this album. The song Wet Widow is almost entirely the energy of Courtney Love. Watching old interviews, you can kind of see her put on her defiance like it's a suit of armor against all the crap that's being slung at her. I think people felt entitled to judge how she should be grieving or acting, being, you know, voyeuristic and cruel. Often we mythologize the self-destruction of artists, and I wanted to pull back the curtain and focus on, you know, 
What was it like for the people they loved to survive this? How did being in the music industry maybe contribute to the hardship of their loss, particularly as women? I try to just approach these songs with reverence and respect, and I hope that that shines through.
The music of Bees in a Bottle, the duo of Christine and Chad McAllister, along there with drummer Mark Powers, and the song Wet Widow. It's from their just-released album, The Sun Left and Took the Moon With It. Let's take a short break, and you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This message comes from NPR sponsor BritBox, helping people discover a world of British TV, including new original drama Time, starring Jodie Whittaker, Tamara Lawrence, and Bella Ramsey, streaming at BritBox.com NPR. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Lagunitas Brewing Company. Since 1993, Lagunitas has been challenging the status quo, brewing innovative beer, and crafting stories along the way. Featuring a wide range of craft brews, cult classics, and non-alcoholic options, there's a seat at the bar for everyone. Bring the dog, too. Lagunitas Brewing Company. Because every great song deserves a great beer. It's good to have friends. Learn more at Lagunitas.com. Pro-Palestinian protests have popped up on college campuses across the country. But from the eyes of students, what are we missing? From the outside, these protests are painted as really violent when... That couldn't be further from the truth. I'm Brittany Luce, host of NPR's It's Been a Minute, and I'm inviting you to hear from student journalists who see what the rest of us cannot. On It's Been a Minute from NPR. It's All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan with the song that's been stuck in my head now for a few days, or maybe even more than a few days. It's new music from the L.A.-based artist Wallace. And here she is to take us to that earworm called Best Friend. Best friend started with me thinking about missing my old best friends, various ones from growing up to more recently, just either grew apart or had a falling out. And I think most people, if not everyone, can relate to that sentiment. You don't talk to this person anymore, even though you used to talk to them every day and share everything with them. But now it's just like this kind of void. It could almost feel... Obviously, it sounds dramatic to say, but like, you know, a a death of a friendship. And you'll miss this person and you'll miss aspects of this person, but you know that it's not like healthy to continue or it's not even an option to talk to them again. This song also was the first time I started working with other producers. Marinelli has been my, my main producer since I started making music when I was like 17, but... I started this with uh, Austin and Wyatt of Nobody Nobody, and I really love the direction it went, and it has like a new sound to it that I brought Marinelli in to kind of make a little bit more cohesive with the rest of my music.
The music of Wallace, spelled W-A-L-L-I-C-E. It's the opening track to the new EP coming in late June called Mr. Big Shot. The siblings Margot, Michael, and Peter Timmons, along with Alan Anton, have been the cowboy junkies for the past 37 years. Their music's filled with heart and passion and often has a nice gentle sway. Their first album of new material in five years is coming at the top of June. It's called Such Ferocious Beauty. And Michael Timmons will take us to a song about his father called What I Lost. The song What I Lost is um, ostensibly written from the point of view of my father, who died this past June, and he suffered from dementia in the past few years of his life. Um, a lot of the lines in the songs are direct quotes that I took from him as I sat there and we had conversations and he tried to dredge up memories and tried to figure out who he was sitting there. Two of the things that he held on to and, and still had very vivid memories of right up to the end was his life as a, as a bush pilot, as a young man, as a bush pilot in, in northern Quebec. He flew many years up there. And then um, also he was a big fan of big band jazz, uh, a lot of the greats in the 40s and 50s. And he had this very specific memory of seeing Oscar Peterson as a very young man when he was just starting out in a church basement in Montreal. So those, those memories are, are, are in the, reflected in the song as well. And then at the end of the song, the whole thing shifts and the, the point of view shifts. Uh, what I lost becomes uh, from the point of view of the writer and uh, the, the realization that what I lost is uh, the, the loved one's memories and, and, and the, the presence and, the, and who that person was is now gone. As the person falls deeper into to dementia, that uh, loss becomes shared between uh, the two. Sitting 
Cowboy Junkies and the song, What I Lost. There's a very moving video for the song, and I'll post that on the All Songs Considered site. The album, Such Ferocious Beauty, is out June 2nd. Angelo D'Augustine has spent the past three years not only working on his new album, Toil and Trouble, but also using his imagination to take himself out of reality. Another universe is the appropriately named song I want to take us out on. Here's Angelo D'Augustine on the tech and the fantasy that went into his breathtaking tune. I'm Bob Boylan for NPR Music. It's All Songs Considered. I recorded this song so long ago I can barely remember it. From what I can gather, I remember recording the sounds of frogs and morning dubs for the intro. I put them through my tape machine and played them at different speeds. My friend sold me a rare Japanese guitar synthesizer called the Unisynth, which I use throughout the song. A common thread throughout the album Toil and Trouble 
is the juxtaposition of the real world and fantasy. Fantasy is just about my speed right now. I grew tired of reality and so I decided to make a world of my own. It is a safe world, the kind of place in which only good things happen. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Dignity Memorial. When your celebration of life is prepaid today, your family is protected tomorrow. Planning ahead is truly one of the best gifts you can give your family. For additional information, visit DignityMemorial.com. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Okay, close your eyes for a second. Now imagine you're on your dream vacation. No work calls to answer, no text messages to respond to, just your suitcase and an opportunity. The opportunity to just take yourself out of your routine and travel deeper. How to actually take that dream trip. That's on the Life Kit Podcast from NPR.